Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year, following the weekly Torah portions and reading daily from the prophets, the writings, and the apostles, as well as the Torah. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is, uh, well, we've just ended Shabbat here in Israel, and once again this week, I'm reading the Shabbat episode just as the Shabbat is leaving us here. But we are finishing the Torah portion this week called Matot and Masay. It's a double portion, meaning tribes and journeys. And this is the last portion of the book of Bamidbar, or Numbers. We're going to be reading 35.9 through 36.13. And before we get into it, let's take first a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people, Israel, and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and tell them, When you pass over the Jordan into the land of Canaan, then you shall appoint for yourselves cities to be cities of refuge for you, that the manslayer who kills any person unwittingly may flee there. The cities shall be for your refuge from the avenger, that the manslayer not die until he stands before the congregation for judgment. The cities which you shall give shall be for you six cities of refuge. You shall give three cities beyond the Jordan, and you shall give three cities in the land of Canaan. They shall be cities of refuge. For the sons of Israel, and for the stranger, and for the foreigner living among them, shall these six cities be for refuge, that everyone who kills any person unwittingly may flee there. But if he struck him with an instrument of iron, so that he died, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. If he struck him with a stone in the hand, by which a man may die, and he died, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. Or if he struck him with a weapon of wood in the hand, by which a man may die, and he died, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. The avenger of blood shall himself put the murderer to death. When he meets him, he shall put him to death. If he shoved him out of hatred, or hurled something at him while lying in wait, so that he died, or in hostility struck him with his hand, so that he died, he who struck him shall surely be put to death. He is a murderer. The avenger of blood shall put the murderer to death when he meets him. But if he pushes him suddenly without hostility, or hurled on him anything without laying in wait, or with any stone by which a man may die, not seeing him, and cast it on him so that he died, and he was not his enemy, and not seeking his harm, then the congregation shall judge between the striker and the avenger of blood, according to these ordinances. 
The congregation shall deliver the manslayer out of the hand of the avenger of blood, and the congregation shall restore him to his city of refuge where he had fled. He shall dwell therein until the death of the Kohen Gadol, who was anointed with the holy oil. But if the manslayer shall at any time go beyond the border of his city of refuge where he flees, and the avenger of blood finds him outside of the border of his city of refuge, and the avenger of blood kills the manslayer, he shall not be guilty of blood, because he should have remained in the city of refuge until the death of the Kohen Gadol. But after the death of the Kohen Gadol, the manslayer shall return into the land of his possession. These things shall be for a statute and an ordinance to you throughout your generations in all your dwellings. Whoever kills any person, the murderer shall be slain based on the testimony of witnesses. But one witness shall not testify alone against any person so that he dies. Moreover, you shall take no ransom for the life of a murderer who is guilty of death. He shall surely be put to death. You shall take no ransom for him who has fled to his city of refuge, that he may come again to dwell in the land before the death of the Kohen Gadol. So you shall not pollute the land where you live, for blood pollutes the land. No atonement can be made for the land, for the blood that is shed in it, but by the blood of him who shed it. You shall not defile the land which you inhabit, where I dwell, for I, the Lord, dwell among the sons of Israel. The heads of the fathers' households, of the family of the children of Gilad, the son of Machir, the son of Menasheh, of the families of the sons of Yosef, came near, and spoke before Moshe and before the princes, the heads of the fathers' households of the sons of Israel. They said, The Lord commanded my Lord to give the land for inheritance by lot to the sons of Israel. My Lord was commanded by the Lord to give the inheritance of Tselofchad, our brother, to his daughters. But if they are married to any of the sons of the other tribes of the sons of Israel, then their inheritance will be taken away from the inheritance of our fathers, and will be added to the inheritance of the tribe to which they shall belong. So it will be taken away from the lot of our inheritance. When the jubilee of the sons of Israel comes, then their inheritance will be added to the inheritance of the tribe to which they shall belong. So their inheritance will be taken away from the inheritance of the tribe of our fathers. Moshe commanded the sons of Israel according to the word of the Lord, saying, The tribe of the sons of Yosef speak what is right. This is the thing which the Lord commands concerning the daughters of Tselofchad, saying, Let them be married to whom they think best. Only they shall marry into the family of the tribe of their father. So shall no inheritance of the sons of Israel move from tribe to tribe, for the sons of Israel shall keep shall all keep the inheritance of the tribe of his fathers.
Every daughter who possesses an inheritance in any tribe of the sons of Israel shall be wife to one of the family of the tribe of her father, that the sons of Israel may each possess the inheritance of his fathers. So shall no inheritance move from one tribe to another tribe. For the tribes of the sons of Israel shall each keep his own inheritance. The daughters of Tselophad did as the Lord commanded Moshe. For Machla, Tirza, Hogla, Milka, and Noah, the daughters of Tselophad were married to their father's brothers' sons. They were married into the families of the sons of Menashe, the son of Yosef. Their inheritance remained in the tribe of the family of their father. These are the mitzvot and the ordinances which the Lord commanded by Moshe to the sons of Israel in the plains of Moab by the Yarden at Yericho. That was Bamidbar, or Numbers 35.9, through 36.13, and it concludes this book of the Torah. When we come to the conclusion of one of the five books of Moses, it is accustomed to say, Chazak, Chazak, Venit Chazek, which means, may we be strong and may we be strengthened. And now for this Shabbat's portion from the prophets, the Haftarah portion for this week, it is Jeremiah 2 and verse 4 through 28, as well as verse 4 of chapter 3. Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Yaakov, and all the families of the house of Israel. This is what the Lord says. What unrighteousness have your fathers found in me, that they have gone far from me, and have walked after worthless vanity, and have become worthless? They did not say, Where is the Lord who brought us up from the land of Egypt, who led us through the wilderness, through a land of deserts and of pits, through a land of drought and of the shadow of death, through a land that no one passed through and where no man lived? I brought you into a plentiful land to eat its fruit and its goodness, but when you entered you defiled my land and made my heritage an abomination. The Kohanim did not say, Where is the Lord? And those who handle Torah did not know me. The rulers also transgressed against me, and the prophets prophesied by Baal, and followed things that do not profit. Therefore, I will yet contend with you, says the Lord, and I will contend with your children's children. For pass over to the islands of Kittim and see, and send to Kedar, and consider diligently, and see if there has been such a thing. Has a nation changed its gods, which really are no gods? But my people have changed their glory for that which does not profit. Be astonished, you heavens, at this, and be horribly afraid. Be very desolate, says the Lord. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the spring of living waters, and cut out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. Is Israel a slave? Is he born into slavery? 
Why has he become a captive? The young lions have roared at him and yelled. They have made his land waste. His cities are burned up without inhabitants. The children also of Memphis and Tahpanis have broken the crown of your head. Have you not brought this on yourself, in that you have forsaken the Lord your God when he led you by the way? Now what do you gain by going to Egypt to drink the waters of the Shiho? Why do you go to go on the way to Assyria to drink the waters of the river? Your own wickedness will correct you and your backsliding will rebuke you. Know therefore and see that it is an evil and bitter thing that you have forsaken the Lord God, and that my fear is not in you, says the Lord God of hosts. For long ago I broke off your yoke and burst your bonds. You said, I will not serve. For on every high hill and under every green tree you bowed yourself, playing the prostitute. Yet I had planted you a noble vine, a pure and faithful seed. How then have you turned into the degenerate branches of a foreign vine to me? For though you wash yourself with lye and use much soap, yet your iniquity is marked before me, says the Lord, the Lord. How can you say, I am not defiled? I have not gone after the Baals. See your way in the valley. Know what you have done. You are a swift dromedary traversing her ways, a wild donkey used to the wilderness that sniffs the wind in her craving. When she is in heat, who can turn her away? All those who seek her will not weary themselves. In her month, they will find her. Keep your feet from being bare and your throat from thirst. But you said, it is in vain. No, for I have loved strangers, and I will go after them. As the thief is ashamed when he is found, so the house of Israel is ashamed. They, their kings, their princes, their kohanim and their prophets, who tell wood, you are my father, and a stone, you have given birth to me. For they have turned their back to me, and not their face. But in the time of their trouble they will say, Arise and save us. But where are your gods that you have made for yourselves? Let them arise, if they can save you, in the time of your trouble. For you have as many gods as you have towns, O Yehuda. And now chapter 3 and verse 4. Will you not from this time cry to me, My father, you are the guide of my youth. That was Jeremiah 2, verses 4 through 28, and, verses, and verse 3 of chapter 4. And our final portion for this week is from the Apostles from Yaakov, or James 4, verses 1 through 12. Where do wars and disputes among you come from? Do they not come from your pleasures that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and make war. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, so that you may spend it on your pleasures. 
You adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility to God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the Ruach who lives in us yearns jealously, but he gives more grace. Therefore it says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament, mourn, and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will exalt you. Do not speak evil against each other, brothers. He who speaks against a brother and judges his brother speaks against the Torah and judges the Torah. But if you judge the Torah, you are not a doer of the Torah, but a judge. Only one is the lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge another? That was Yaakov, or James, 4, 1 through 12. And it concludes our readings for this week. I pray that you have a blessed day evening, whatever time of day you're listening to this. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom to you from Israel. Until next time.